game begin. All right, welcome to the after show of our Book of Boba finale episode. We are joined by Daniel and Rob, and they get to help celebrate with Andrew coming out of retirement. Yay! Hey, yo. So, uh, Daniels, if, if, if your comments during the episode and the live chat have anything to, to prepare me for what this is about to be, um, <laughs> I promise you I am not a hater. Oh, I believe it. I, I, I still kind of stand, stand by the, the statement. I think it, it was a few a few uh, after shows ago where I think a lot of people who are very, very critical of the show are fans of Legends Boba Fett. And they've been influenced and they've got they have a high expectation. And then based on the track record that um, Filoni and Favreau have had in the, the Favaroni verse. You know, they've been really good in, in bringing back a lot of that legend stuff, and they just kind of went a different way based on their track record. Well, I will, I'm going to squash that because one, I have not read a lot of EU stuff. I know a little mm. bit about Boba Fett, and, yeah, what, and, and we talk about uh, this in the episode, but Boba Fett, who is at the end of Mandalorian season two, is not the same character no. as Boba Fett in the book of Boba Fett. They're I will two, agree they're, with that. They I, are two I, I totally different characters, and that's what's got me so upset. Yes. Yeah, and, and I said this in the last ever show. I am not butthurt because he's not book Boba Fett. I I'm upset because he's a he, he's just he he's not even a, he's not even a good Boba Fett. He's like Boba T Boba Fett. Like he's just there. <laughs> he's not crime boss Boba Fett. He no, he's not. Yeah, well, he's he's mismarketed Boba Fett because the Boba Fett that you promised when he sat down like a B.A. boss on the Rancor throne is not is not who we got. Nope. So that that's that's no. the issue. I, I'm going to call out, by the way, Steely Buns, our yeah. newest our newest member in discord. He, he's a, an old pal of mine, Jim. He he read the Bounty Hunter Wars and uh, has been a long time Boba Fett fanboy. And e- even he was talking about how it's, yes, it's not book Boba Fett, but that's not why this isn't working for us. But anyway, you, you already heard Andrew and I's thoughts throughout the episode. We want to hear yours. So, so Rob, you had some stuff going on in the chat. What was, what was your impression <laughs> of book of Boba writing Rancor? I definitely enjoyed that. I was, I was, when he said um, that he was going to get more or he, they needed more reinforcements that I was like, okay, other than the Rancor, what, <laughs> what other reinforcements do they got? Because right now you've got the mods that have their water pistol blasters. Oh firing, my gosh. <laughs> shooting at fighting the, the, what I forget what race were the, those, the pikes, the, the, the which pikes. ones, Daniel, the pikes. Oh, those were no, Oh wait, the no. Oh, 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 the, the Aqualash. 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 Yep. Okay, thank you. I'm I'm not into all the lore of the races there, so Trandoshans, that... the Aqualash, and the Platonians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Did you see a quick guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that fight going on there, I was just like, 
Oh come on! Seriously, your mo- your mods. You have cyber. You've been putting cyborg bots. You can't have like a blaster coming out of your arm. Yeah, and- I'm like, if you're gonna put on some mods, make it cool. Like, yeah, you, we didn't like super punch somebody. Like, come yes. on. Seriously, and somebody has probably could have been watching uh, Arcane and be like, you know what? Let's make a mod that has a, a Vi fist. Yeah, make yeah. it. Make it useful for fighting, not just looking like a fashion thing out of Star Wars Abercrombie and Fitch. Like, or what was it? Or what was it? An arcane, like the 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 second in command on the drug side, uh, who had the oh the yeah metal yeah arm, like Savika. Oh yeah, her. Um, yeah, I was like, come on, you could have done something kind of like that. Nope, not at all. Anyway, and then so, and then we had uh, just the whole fight. I was en- I enjoyed it. Definitely loved the touching moment of. Um, Den and Grogu uh, come back together and just that little surprise moment I was just like oh that's actually kind of good writing there <laughs> but, but then I was just surprised was like why did you he didn't br- blast on the other woman of just like why the heck did you bring him here why did you bring a child to an active battlefield like it what annoyed me so much is like you've got explosions and rockets and jetpacks and she what? shows up on the scene on and her goes, rickshaw yeah on the on the on the automated rickshaw going like what's that sound like come on <laughs> she's been around t- droids too much yeah, yeah i guess um, but yeah, Sorry, like, you brought you brought a child to an active battlefield. What? <laughs> and stuck him under a blanket. And stuck him under a blanket. <laughs> yeah. Can he breathe? I guess he could have. Anyway, Daniel, but... what what else did you enjoy about the show too? Oh, I'm sorry, Rob. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. I was just saying, like, I I enjoyed it. I had my mo- I had my moments, like, in my comments about uh, our little uh, Coruscantian Twi'lek. That was just like he had to have been taught by Jar Jar. That's the only way he, mm-hmm. he got what? only he he didn't go anywhere. He went to Tatooine. Trained so that's diplomacy gotta be saying by something. Jar Jar Binks. Yep, that's that sounds about right. He's uh, gonna teach the. Uh, Finishing school. (laughs) Here's how you. Here's diplomacy, Okie Day. Go up and destroy democracy in one proposal. And that's how I did it. (laughs) That's how you did it. That's all there is to it. (laughs) And start an intergalactic empire. Uh, Yeah. I mean, first off, Coruscanti finishing school? Why does that matter at all? So. Anyway, it, it was like, <laughs> asked no one. I want further backstory on the major domo. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think, are, I think it was a, it was a bad try at comic relief. Yeah. No, I mean yeah. that's what his character felt like the entire time. But I mean, Boba was his own comic relief. He was. I mean, he really was the Jar Jar. I I found nothing funny with him other than him being like. I'll do some negotiations. And Boba's just like, okay, give me your pad. I was just like, oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> oh, like you were like, oh, good. He's going to put some terms on there to get him killed. Like, yes. Like, I was just like, please. We didn't I- even get that. <laughs> no, see, I was hoping for that come up. And it's like, I was like, please, someone just shoot him in the face. And I'd be, I would have been like, yes. <laughs> um, but nope. I think it was just they didn't know how to handle comic relief. And in Star Wars, it's got to be the droids. 
like you got it you got it it's the c3po or mm-hmm. rtd2 like mm-hmm. I, I, it worked well in rogue one you know k2o K2SO, oh yeah yeah or but, chopper yeah, from rebels or chopper like droids are where you can get funny don't mm-hmm. make it something else it just it doesn't sit right yeah or, or there, you know, you can have occasional funny quips from other things. I mean, I will say the the <laughs> of all of the new sequel trilogy, the moment that actually did have me laugh out loud in the theater is actually in Force Awakens when they're on Starkiller Base and Han and Chewie and um, <laughs> oh, and you're like, freezing. Oh, you're cold. Oh, like, you're cold. <laughs> <laughs> I, it just took me off guard. I laughed a lot. It's because it was pretty much Harrison Ford just being Harrison Ford in that moment. Yeah, I kind of wonder if that was ad libbed. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean, you can have pockets of humor, but as far as like a comic relief staple yeah. character, part of the Star Wars formula is make it a droid. Mm. Yep. yep. Agree with so that. so so Daniel, where did, where did you fall on the? watching Boba ride on a Rancor. Did it did it save the episode, or was it kind of like, all right, I, I knew this was coming, but where, where did it, that fall it, on the awesomeness scale for you? It, it, you? You had to foresee it coming, because he had, I mean, they dropped it, right? It was, they had said that, so you don't say it without kind of delivering on it. I don't remember what that rule is, but, um, but in, in having him do it, I was like, yes, and then this is also, I think this is a nod to the holiday special where Boba oh, Fett rides a mythosaur. Yeah, he does. Yeah. So I think there, there I think there's a little bit of call to that. Um, and then I think it kind of goes back to that conversation that I had in regards to, I believe the Darksaber actually belongs to Boba Fett. And mm. and this is goes back. And I don't, and Andrew, just to catch you up on this, this is Oh, I've been listening. Theory. I've been listening oh. religiously. Said, "Yeah, okay. Come on, bro. What you think? I'm I'm sticking around." Well, you know, on that point with the dark saber, he didn't seem to have any problems wielding it this episode. Well, other it than was it was still heavy. Well, it, it was, was still heavy, heavy. But but man, he was still able once he got into that force field. He was pretty adept in you know excaliburing like you know dragon slayer stabbing it into the eye. Like it well, just kind of. Well, think about it. He just saw Grogu again, so it's mm. he knows Grogu's with him, so he is more calm now. So he is one with the Force ish, <laughs> one, one yeah, with the saber, something like yeah. that. True, but I don't, I don't think. I think it kind of leans back to what you had said, Zach, there at the end, in kind of seeing Boba Fett kind of align with um, the children of the way. Mm. Yeah. And, and kind of like, okay, is he actually going to go this way? Is he going to kind of line up with that? Because the Mythosaur skull is that symbol that's mm-hmm. attached to the armorer. Like, mm-hmm. those are the symbols to say, here's the way to the coven. Right. And I would like to kind of see that to where, like, maybe the Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 2, is not so much him wanting to be a crime boss or like a family, you know, running some sort of big family operation on tattooing, but it's him kind of like coming back to. His... Being a Mandalorian, yes, hmm. because while he may not, while he's a clone, I mean, he's an exact copy of Jango Fett, so genetically he should kind of align with I'm, that. I mean, sure. if I'm seeing Boba Fett riding a Mythosaur, being an enforcer for Din Djarin, who's probably going to end up being, you know, I'm I'm expecting that he's going to essentially be the 
new builder of new Mandalore. That's that's where I'm expecting it to go. If I see Boba Fett being the enforcer for Din Djarin, down, 100%. I'm good. Yep. Works well, for me. And I mean, it, it, it's now canon that Mythosaurs aren't a myth because you have in Mandalorian Season 1... Um, Oh man, I'm I'm blanking on his name, but it's the Ugnot character. He even he even makes reference to you know your ancestors rode oh, the yeah. great Mythosaur. Que- que- oh yeah, him. Quill. Yeah, Quill. Quill or Quill or Quilly. Um, yeah. So I mean, we know that it, it is it is recanonized that the Mythosaur exists, um, despite the travesty that is the Star Wars holiday special. Um, so yeah, that. It, that could very well be in the the Sabbat cards that and the legend fit. saying that the the new Mandalore will ride rise on the Mythosaur. And you know, I that was actually part of what I enjoyed most about season five was kind of delving a little bit more into the workings of the way and just <laughs> the different sub beliefs they had, such in as Clone War. Oh no, no, in you said no, no, in, in Book of Boba, in Book of oh, Boba, episode five, okay. episode, oh, episode five. You yeah. said season five. I was like, oh, season five. Sorry, episode yeah. five. Yeah, season. Y'all haven't seen season five? Um, <laughs> it's only available on. <laughs> well, I, I, I messed up with saying uh, Bad Batch season two last episode. So, <gasps> yeah. well, I'll, I'll check it off the dad brain. Um, but yes, in episode five of Book of Boba, I, I enjoyed kind of deepening the lore of the way. Like, okay, so if you do remove your helmet. What are the contingency plans? Oh, well, you must wash in the waters of the mines of Mandalore. Like, you know, it, it was it was interesting to deepen uh, this religion in a way. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope more of that will be explored in season three. I actually like that idea because going just with the whole with what Daniel was saying that with in season two of Mandalorian, when they go see uh Bo-Katan and she doesn't really recognize uh, Boba Fett until he speaks and then she's they get she and the other Mandalorians get all uppity and and being like you're a clone you're nothing and then so it's just like he's I could see it as him go like season two of Book of Boba Fett and maybe later on in seasons of Mandalorian that it's him going back to his true Mandalorian roots because even with his fight with uh, Cad Bane. That it's that even though Cad Bane was going like you're a killer, you got your father's blood in you. It was just like it doesn't have to be a killer. Uh, the that's part of his father's blood. It's the Mandalorian mm-hmm. in his father's blood. So I could see that. That's actually I would actually love to see see well, that and, kind and of so story much going up. You know, so much of Din's character arc resolve, revolves around him being a foundling. And mm-hmm. I mean that's what that's what Django and and Boba's legacy is as well. Is I mean they are they are adopted into this this legacy. And so yeah. I, again, I could see Boba and Din's stories again realigning. And hey, if obviously what has to happen is Din has to get to the mines of Mandalore in order that are to, supposedly destroyed. That are supposedly destroyed. <laughs> they're but not. Ooh, 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 they're ooh. not. <laughs> No, no. Ooh, I got it. The mine, th- these mines are supposedly destroyed. There's a mythosaur uh, living in them. I was gonna say if if they take anything from the holiday special, a mythosaur is part aquatic. So I wonder mm. if washing in the waters of the mines of Mandalore 
the watcher in the water is the mythosaur that either kind has like to be the, defeated uh, or tamed. <laughs> right. But but and and in order to wash in said waters, you either have to defeat or tame the mythosaur. So if Din Djarin is riding a mythosaur and Boba Fett's riding a rancor, it's gonna be like and Boba oh, Fett's gosh. gonna be like, oh okay. You know. No, Din would just ride up into right up in front of the armor and it's like I'm Mandalore now. You can <laughs> take off your helmet yeah. right now. <laughs> I just I'm gonna see a lot of envy, a lot of size comparison, basically. <laughs> I I guess that's how Mandalorians do their size comparison. Yeah, their their, their we'll steeds. We'll uh, leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> oh, just just you know what they're yeah. riding, right? Yeah, of course. Um. So, <laughs> the other thing that I really want to see, uh, is more jetpack fights. Yes. Like, yes. That was that was the best part. I do feel like they didn't know choreography wise where no. to take it. And it, so they just kind of went this lane with, all right, what if all of the people wires. shooting them actually started shooting them? Cause yes. I was like, all right, the first 30 seconds was them like, you know, buzzing around. No one can hit them. The occasional shot would hit their armor and you know, it would kind of like pin them down. And then it just kind of feels like the choreographers got lazy, like, all right, and then we'll have all of the shots actually connect. No, but I like I, I felt like it was just a lot of wire work, basically, and you're just yeah. like, you know, hanging off wires up there, which I mean is probably what they did, but like if you're on a jetpack, like I want to see you buzz around and cause some mayhem. So like I was I was happy and loved seeing the jetpacks. Part of me's like, use the jetpack. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. use it. <laughs> It's like in season one of Mandalorian, they had the the Coven fight to help Din get out yeah. of. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, come Navarro. on. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there was there was the flying, but there there wasn't a lot. And I think they also had the benefit of it being a dark shot versus mm-hmm. full daytime. Right. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, I, having the right lighting setting can really help CG. <laughs> but again, it was something in this episode: a great high, which is seeing jetpacks, and then low which is they're not being used to their full potential, like yeah. obvious full potential. So yes. Now yeah. uh, everything about this episode, and I don't know if y'all ever played this game, but it really just makes me want to go find a port for the original bounty hunter game. That uh, came the out on Django PS2. Fat yeah. Django yeah fat the Django one. fat one, the absurdly uh-huh. hard game. Yep. That I never I've, played it. So I think it is probably one of the most absurdly underrated star Wars games. Mm. Like it deserves way more love than it gets. Cause it was fun. So hard, but fun. <laughs> and uh, part of the premise is that you are going through this story. It's not even a campaign. You're going through a story and it's really neat because it almost provides all of this backstory into how Django was selected by Count Dooku to be the uh, the, the clone donor for the clone yep. army. Oh, and, okay. and it really is interesting to see what events led up to that moment. I'm sure it's not canon anymore. But while you are, you are going through this story, you can collect bounties on each level. But like a bounty hunter, each person can be brought in dead or alive and the price that you get for bringing them in dead or alive can that, I mean, it can range greatly. Like if you bring them in alive, it's like 20 million credits. Whereas if you bring them in dead, it's like a thousand credits. But the thing is, is that person that you have to bring in alive 
could be in the exact middle of the fortress that you were told, oh, you can't actually set off the alarm. You have to sneak around. So you're like, hmm, do I get this bounty and kick over the anthill or do I just pass the story easy and go around? (laughs) Or it can be the flip side to where it's zero if you bring them in alive and then it's like millions of dollars if you bring them in dead. But but one of the buggy things with the game is that a couple of the bounties, and and this really only mattered to the people that wanted 100% the game, the people were just placed in a really bad spot. I've heard this, yeah. To where, like, no matter what you did, they would fall off the cliff and then you could never collect the bounty. Oh, my gosh. So, and and what was cool at the game at the time is that enemies were, like, randomly spawned a lot Hmm. of the time. So, like, they wouldn't be in the same place twice when you played okay. through, so it added some variety. But what could bite you is if your bounty person was randomly spawned, like, yep. right on the edge of a cliff. And so the moment he moves, he falls. <laughs> so, anyway, really fun game. And uh, uh, actually, I think the first time in a Star Wars game you fought a crate dragon. Could be wrong on that one. Um but uh, you, you actually fought a crate dragon, not nearly as impressive as the crate dragon that they introduced in season two of the Mandalorian. Um, <laughs> but it at least provided some size of scale for the, the skeleton that you see in the Dune Sea. But, the Jawa's uh, new hood ornament. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that was fun. That was fun seeing that. Speaking, and, speaking of Star Wars video games, they actually made the announcement today. And it's funny. This got brought up. They're porting the Wii version of The Force Awakens oh, to the no. Switch. Yeah, for, uh, we just talked about that. I'm we like, just talked about that, and then it popped up on my newsfeed, and I'm like, ah, oh, that's funny. Yeah, let me get in line oh, not to no. buy that game. I, I just got finished with my therapy sessions for getting uh, yeah. Juno Eclipse from the, <laughs> the <laughs> from your brain. Oh, God, I need to do, what I need to do is download um, Fallen Order. Off a of Game Pass and play yeah, that. It oh, is that's a Fallen good game. Exceptional. So good. I am so excited they're coming out with a second, and mm-hmm. I, I've heard I, I can't wait to see what they're doing with it. Yeah, BD One's great. I, I honestly think he's one of my favorite droids in Star Wars. Yeah, I, I will say I like the BD One cameo here mm-hmm. in Book of Boba. I don't know it, if it, it was, was that nice BD like. That well, no, no, it's, unit, it's but, not that yeah. particular one, but the model. Right. It was a BD I, droid. Yeah, it was. A, mm-hmm. I really, I really did. There's a lot of really good things to say about that game. It's a second yeah. one coming out. I'm glad it's getting its moment in the sun. Mm-hmm. But uh, a- any other thoughts on on the episode? Um, well, actually, I got two thoughts. One was this on a comment that Andrew made earlier in the episode with uh, saying that Filoni and Favreau were di- were just playing with their toys. <laughs> would talk about the Rancor droid fight. And I was just like, that's not really far off with the uh, Ghostbusters that, um, with oh, the new Ghostbusters that, they, this, that yeah. um, the director and someone else, they were in an office at the uh, Ghost Corps headquarters and they were in office and they were just talking about the movie and writing the script. And then they started being like, okay, how are we going to do the scene? And they look at the toys on the wall, start pulling them down, and just start playing with them on the floor Fan and reenacting all these action scenes. And then his dad, uh, his dad walks by the door, sees them on, sees them playing uh, with the toys, and then he just rolls his eye like, "Oh my gosh, what have I, what have I just seen?" And he got paid <laughs> millions of dollars. I know he got paid so much just to play with toys <laughs> at that yes. one moment. 
Well, in the besi- in the behind the scenes of the making of Mandalorian season two, Robert Rodriguez actually did storyboarding with his kids using their action figures. with the action figures. Oh, yeah. okay. So yeah, they could have sense. they could have actually done that, and that may be why it felt that way. Mm-hmm. Yep. But my my uh, second thought was this was this actually was something I just thought of uh, earlier in the episode was. Um, they kind of stole from Dune a lot. Oh, oh yeah? Like, yeah? In what sense? Desert planet and with giant worm thing, <laughs> worm <laughs> creature. Okay. And the spice. <laughs> spice yeah, well, I, I mean, it is it is called the spice. You're not wrong. Um, I, I was just like, did they really steal from this? Because all I, all I knew it well, – I don't know anything about it if it's like in the extended universe or anything like that. In support of that theory, um, Dune originally came out in the 60s. Obviously, mm-hmm. Star Wars came out in the 70s. And Lucas did say that he was inspired by Dune. Um, oh, okay. When making Star Wars. So mm-hmm. I don't think he necessarily intended Tatooine to be quite as big as it has been. Um, I'm seeing some articles on the internet that's like, please get off Tatooine. And I'm inclined to agree with them yeah. uh, therefore obi-wan um <laughs> enter uh, obi-wan enter obi-wan back we're okay tattooing it is one more one more time um no wonder anakin hated sand <laughs> it does really get everywhere um but yeah, dune was an inspiration point for star wars so it okay. very well could be in there but a desert planet is not necessarily a wholly unique idea to one person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to say that it is a carbon copy or like they totally stole something from it. I'm like, eh, that's, that's a little harsh. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, in, in spice and star Wars really is just their term for drugs. Yeah. For drugs. Whereas, yeah. you know, spice and dune is a very specific thing that really can do anything, right? Like it, 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 a lo- it it's drugs, your life. It's drugs plus. <laughs> drugs plus. <laughs> drugs plus space travel yes. is what is what Melange does. Yeah. Um, space whales plus spice. That's basically what spice melange is. You're not wrong. It, yeah. I'm going through the book right now and I it's just um I just finished the part with uh um Leto's failed assassination attempt. Uh, ah. Okay, and it, I'm, I'm listening to the audiobook. I'm just like, this is really well done. I, how have I not listened to this, or read this book before? Well, Dune's getting a bunch of nods at the Academy Awards as of late. Good, so I, good. Am, I it's probably it's probably going to steal every technical one that is that it got oh, nominated yeah. for. That's, I remember watching a VFX artist react. Oh, gorgeous. Yeah, but they were talking about how the uh, the Thopters. Mm-hmm. Is that there's no other movie that's been able to recreate those shaking of a, of the wings like that. I believe it. That it was it was just it was great. I I loved everything about Dune 2021. 2021. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm, I'm so excited for part two. Uh, so glad I will I say with. Meredith was so upset at the end of that movie because really? she was like, what? that's it like she did not realize it was gonna be split into like part one part two so she was like they spent the whole movie trying to find the people and they find them and then the scene later they cut it off like she went to bed angry 
Like she, she was so upset. And then at the end, she looked at me and she was like, this comes from a book, doesn't it? <laughs> and you were just like, the nerve. Yeah. I was like, well, part yeah. one. I'm like, but you, you could you watch really... the 1980s version. That's like four hours long. No, but you really do need two parts to tell that story. Oh, correctly absolutely. Because yeah. if it deserves you... that. Because it, it, the, the 70s version is exact, or the 80s version is exactly the reason why you need two you films need two to tell parts. this one. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I saw I saw the the original one like one time, and I can only remember maybe one or two things. Mm-hmm. No, actually, three things. One, uh, Patrick Stewart's little <laughs> shield fight. Yep. Um, then getting on the time. Yeah, them riding the worm with a rock guitar music. And then uh, Paul's uh, actor going, Father, the sleeper has awakened. <laughs> um, that's the only thing I remember. There's Didn't they also get else. Sting in that movie? They do. And yep. yes, there's they there's do. an infamous shot of, yeah, there's an infamous shot that involves Sting in that one. I'm, I'm just kind of making a, it's more of a reference to our uh, Discord comment with Sting singing. So, oh my gosh! Oh okay. gosh! Okay. That arcane, song. arcane is for another day. I have so many yes. thoughts. We and... gotta put that to the side, man. I would, but let I me. Will... Uh, yeah, another let me, day. My, another day. My Star Wars, like to, to, I liked a lot of the things and how it ended. Um, I liked Grogu coming back. I liked how he helped with the droid and he did his little ball snatch and got the socket out yeah. on the droid. That was I liked, so I kinda, smart. That was I liked smart. that. That was a fun little call out. Um, I did enjoy him, you know, kind of re- reenacting that him using the force drains him, you know, when he when he calmed the Rancor um, and then he cuddled up with it. I liked it for me personally. I liked it. It may be a little too lovey dovey for Andrew, but I liked it. Um, and then him banging on the dome in his jump seat because he wanted <laughs> that, that to fun. hit the to that, hit that the, was um, fun. Do the thing. <laughs> Yeah, dude. So I liked that kind of no. like off into no. uh, off into uh, season three, and then I did like that Cobb Vanth because for me, when he got shot by Cad Bane, the shot looked to me like he hit his shoulder. That's you know, what I thought too. It, it did not look like it was one shot, and then the the deputy got like six other. You know, so Cad Bane did he shoot did. the deputy. Oh, he did. You know, he he shot the marshal and the deputy. But the I deputy was the definitely sheriff. dead. So, and then kind of like that whole like, okay, he's got the the modder fixer, mm-hmm. you know, there in the back. Like for me, it was like, okay, I didn't. For me, I didn't assume that he was dead. So kind of seeing that kind of like, yeah, he's not dead, but he has to get fixed. Like, ah, come on, mm-hmm. just leave him dead, please. Like, right. see, I was kind of hoping for like, like I said in the Discord, I was kind of hoping for a. A uh, cameo from Amelia's Clark, Amelia See, Clark's character. That to me was the other huge gaping hole. Is I was like, give me that setup to where, all right, so you defeated the Pikes only to leave a power vacuum for Red Dawn to come in, led well, by Amelia Clark. Well, and like I said, the Pikes are like an intergalactic gang they're not limited to just Tatooine. Well, if that was I, the thing. I'm like, so I'm how much the- spice are you really pushing on Tatooine? If I'm the Pikes, if I'm the Pikes and I had somebody who pushed back that hard, oh, you better believe I'm emptying my armory and coming to Tatooine next. So I'm, yeah. Yeah, because it's like, wasn't there just don't make sense. There was an, wasn't there a Pikes involved episode in Clone Wars? 
Oh yeah, yeah. They were all where they went Wars. to the Pike Homeworld. Obadiah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and like yeah like oh my God. I was like the Pikes. I mean this is like are you really invested in Tatooine or are you just kind of like it's convenient for. So, sort of some sort of shipping because like why is it's in the middle of nowhere i i'm not I, i'm not i don't have the map i'm just like well why like why is it having to run on a train like what see, operation no, is see again yeah, seriously again, again there was no reason for them to be transporting it via a train except that they wanted to have a train heist scene because i'm like yeah. why would this not be transported via ship like that mm-hmm. makes zero or land speeders like other things that we've seen on Tatooine like why is this not a ship and it was because yeah. they wanted a train high scene and so they're yeah. just like therefore they transported via a train yep and they're gonna pay they're gonna <laughs> the and, and I'm glad they brought up the like yeah he already got it he already got his revenge on the biker gang he just blew him up we would have done it if he hadn't I'm like yeah you should have. Like, why were you paying tribute to a biker gang if that was the solution to get rid of them? Yeah. I'm just... It seemed like this was really rushed. Like, if they had more time to sit down and really think about this stuff. Yeah. And it's like they hit a deadline somewhere. It's like, well, we just got to commit. Yeah. Well, we got to come up with something. We got to shoot I had, something. Yeah. I have no idea what the actual story is, but that's kind of what it felt like. What I will say is, what I'd love to see is season two. It's not it's not uh, Richard Rodriguez. It's Bryce Dallas Howard. She killed it. Give, oh, I think she her, had the best let, episode by far. Let, let her. Let, I don't. I don't. I don't know what the official term is, but let her be the showrunner. The lead. Yeah, the showrunner. Showrunner. No, I mean yeah. you'd have to pry that out of Dave Filoni and John Favreau's cold mm-hmm. hands, but well, I mean it's like or Robert Rodriguez. Richard, well, they put Robert Rodriguez into that position. Okay, well, it's like, okay, well, season one wasn't that great. We're going to move over to Bryce Dallas Howard and let her be that that overall. Because I'm down. The epi- yeah, the episodes that she's done, I think if if I think if she'd actually been over this, I think the whole season would have been better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very much could have been a possibility, but we'll never know. Hopefully, nope. if there is a season two, she's more at the helm because she really did a great job, and I think she totally deserves it. So, yeah. Let's but make for it now, hap- we're stuck with Book of Back to Tank. Uh, <laughs> let's make it happen, Denny. Well, okay. Answer me uh, this real quick. No, um, I have. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Rob? <laughs> um, I haven't seen much of Clone Wars or Rebels, okay. so I'm still like first season with Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. So does it gets better? So I'm get does Cad Bane <laughs> and Boba Fett have this huge rivalry that they were building on in Boba they, in Boba they Fett. were building towards something that they were initially going to do in the cutoff season seven, which was a little bit more back and forth between Cad Bane and Boba Fett where Boba Fett was supposed to kill Cad Bane at yeah. that time. So mm. another one of my things that I didn't touch in the episode that I didn't care for was the fact that they had kind of built this head cannon in their heads that there's this big relationship between Cad Bane and Boba Fett and there really is not only that the much. diehard fans are going to understand that. And, and even then, like we, we never got to see it come to fruition. So in the show, they, for a little bit, it's almost like a master protege or, or like mm-hmm. experienced bounty hunter protege relationship. Then it becomes a rivalry and it was meant to ultimately come to that or no, they're actual rivals and they have a shootout. So th- this was kind of the, the 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 spirit of that fulfillment, um, but it didn't have 
the context to build on it that I think that they were anticipating. Well, it didn't have the emotional punch that I wish it had had. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I f- found it kind of ridiculous that he's like, there's a killer in you, Boba. And I was like, no crap, he shot Bib for two yeah. nights <laughs> in cold blood. This is not new information. Yep. <laughs> I will say that I I thought uh, I liked the nod that he got him with the, his gaffy stick. Yeah, no, no, I did like I liked that. that dude. I did like that. It felt like the best way to take out uh, Cad Bane because he's all—he's the Western shooter. He'll always be the fastest, so you'd have to do something that he's not good at. Where did where did Cad Bane's uh, jet booster shoes go? Those were freaking cool, and they didn't get used at all. He well, he got old. That's the he reason. Aged out. <laughs> <laughs> That's for young folk. Okay. The warranty expired, and you know, <laughs> supply chain. <laughs> Time, times were tough the subscription service ran out <laughs> um well to finish things out let's do the game so we can close out the after show so daniel can now be a participant in this but <laughs> rob foster is going to be the game master yet again for a round of dadgum feud, 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 feud. all right i i prepared for this Hello, and welcome to Dadgum Feud, where the price is right and the points don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Wow, that was like three different game shows. The points really don't one. matter anymore, thanks to Zach's new rules. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was trying to set something new, and... He came yeah. up short. He My always does. Life I have. Yeah. <laughs> Man, Rob, please make please, fun please. of the short guy. Yep. So original. <laughs> Didn't hear any puns when I joined, so I was just like, "There's got to be a pun. It might as well be a short one." All right, what you got, Rob? All right, question. Oh, first of all, what's our buzzers, Andrew? Uh, mine. All right, <laughs> Zach. Oh gosh, Boba Fett. Daniel. Oh gosh. You're okay, making, we'll there is, I, I, oh, I was, gosh. Not, oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that needs to be your buzzer. It almost sounds like you. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. No, it sounds like Eeyore. Thanks for noticing. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, gosh, it is. All right, Rob, what else you got? <laughs> all right. Question. Well, first of all, we're going to do it like last time. Like last time I did it. For, uh, first, uh, number one answer is two points. Uh, two through four are one point. Yeah, that's probably. The and I'll actually way to pay attention. I'll actually keep up with the points this time, so I don't get confused. Whoa! Hey. Slow down, Rob. Whoa! <laughs> He's on point. All right. Question number one: Why does Cad Bane? Fine. Andrew. Die. That's number four. Okay, I got a point on the board. Boba Fett. Zach. Have red eyes. Nope. Oh. Mine? Andrew. Not have his boot, like the jet booster boots. I don't know. No. Oh, <laughs> that's that shocking. <laughs> Daniel. Why does um, Cad Bane not have his droid? Hmm. No, nope, oh. not on there. The most annoying droid. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. glad he did not come yeah, back. Yeah, me too. Boba Fett. Zach. Work for the Pikes. Nope. Mm-hmm. Is this is this Clone Wars related and not Book of Boba Fett? I think it's just by the looks of it, it's 
maybe one well they're more just based on his character in general throughout the whole thing by the looks of it fine andrew why does is it why does cad bane why does cad bane mine so wear a hat number three all right i took two points <laughs> on the board i'm feeling good wow why does cad bane mine andrew beat cobb vanth nope okay. Boba Fett. zach have neck tubes number one uh, answer yeah why does he have neck tubes yeah, i mean he was a, he was a smoker in a previous life so you know <laughs> his ventilator don't, don't do smoking it's, kids it's Star Wars COVID. It's a it's a wear on ventilator. Uh, apparently, it actually did come in handy for a force joke at one point in time. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. But uh, he hit the death sticks a bit too hard as a youngin. So, <laughs> yep. He had to get a double. Uh, oh, what is it called? A tri- tracheotomy or whatever. Tracheotomy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. What you got, Ryan? Medical field. I should get. Okay. Uh, number two answer was uh, why does Cad Bane hate Boba? Oh, it's a fair okay. question. Yep. That would make All sense. Right. All right. Question number two. Okay. Does Din Djarin... <laughs> does Din Djarin? Does yeah, Din... does Din Djarin... Uh, Bo- Boba Fett. Zach. Have a girlfriend. Nope. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of what the internet thinks. Mine? <laughs> Zach. I mean, uh, Andrew. Take his helmet off. Uh... That's the number eight answer. Mine. Andrew. Die. Number one answer. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's always die. It's always <laughs> It's always seems to be the number one. Does they they die? Yeah. Do they... <laughs> Why do dads leave? <laughs> Still the most tragic answer really ever on this. Y'all want to continue or want to get or Well no, go he got the, the number one. I mean we move on. You guys yep. if you guys just want to surrender and defeat at the inevitable that's coming. Oh, hey, you're only two points away, my good sir. That's true. Wait. All right. Does. Okay. Number two answer was, does Din Djarin have the force? Hmm. Three okay. was, does Din Djarin keep the Darksaber? Hmm. And okay. four was, Dun Din Djar- does Din Djarin <laughs> rule Mandalore? Oh, okay. No, nobody rules Mandalore right now. Yep. It's a just big old honking. Big wasteland. piece of glass. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Okay. Question number three. Why did Boba Fett? Mine. Andrew. Suck. (laughs) No. It's not on the board. Zach. Kill Bib Fortuna. Number three answer. Mine. Andrew. Was it why? Why did Bib or why did Boba Fett? (laughs) Mine. Die. Andrew. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I actually was looking at different questions and it was like, that was the first answer. I'm just like, no, I can't have two questions in a row with the same answer. Uh, I, I could have had more points, Rob. I'm, I'm really upset. Boba Fett. <laughs> Zach. Why does Boba Fett take off his helmet so much? Number four answer. Mm. Oh, okay. Hmm. Why? My gosh. Daniel, yeah. why oh, does yeah. why does Boba Fett want to rule Tatooine? No, not on there. Boba okay. Fett, Zach, why does Boba Fett get in the back to tank? 
Number one answer. Oh, I need to back the tank. I was, I was yes. leaning that way, but... That's a good question. Why does he need it so much? Because we need flashbacks. Because we need flashbacks. That's why they need a that's story. Really... They need a lazy storytelling reason to have him in a coma. <laughs> All right. Question number four. Does Grogu... Fine. Andrew, I know what you're going to say. Say it. <laughs> Die. <laughs> Number three answer. I'm on the board. Really? I'm on the board. It is. Oh, gosh. Uh, and, I mean, Daniel, thank you. Um, does Grogu choose Din Djarin? Number one answer. Hi, oh, all right. well, uh-huh. wow. So that's a recent high query. Mm-hmm. Wow. Daniel on the board. Oh, gosh. What is it? Does Din does Dinjarin? Well, no, that was, does the, no, Gro- that was no, the number does, one, right? I know it's number yeah. one, but does does Grogu steal the lightsaber? That was number four. Number- <laughs> <laughs> That's what that was. My thing was when he got out. I was like, does so he's here? Does he have the lightsaber? Did he take the lightsaber? Well, well but I mean, he was he was given passage by R two, so I don't think I, he like stole anything. All right, so well, what he point, stole but, all those frog eggs in episode two. Uh, What's the points total right now? Uh, Andrew, you are at five points. Zach is at six points. And Daniel is at two points. How do you get six points? You suck. Uh, I don't know. I think I win at this point. <laughs> Call me <laughs> short now. <laughs> I got one more question. For- oh, boy. Uh, talking smack now. Nope, I'm not doing it. Yep, do it, do <laughs> it, do it. Andrew? Does Finnick Shan... Mine. Oh my gosh. Die! Andrew? Yes. Yeah. Is that the number one? That was the number one. I didn't yeah. realize there were so many die answers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, winning by well, one point Andrew, justice. Andrew and his theory come through that the internet really is just interested in do people die <laughs> oh, that's I'm just amazing. happy I didn't goose egg it uh, I know you actually got points you did yeah yeah uh, wow that's, that's incredible <laughs> so wait so that means that uh, of the five, two of the top answers were, did someone die? Three were the top <laughs> answer. <laughs> rigged. Hashtag rigged. No, hashtag wow. Andrew just figured it out. <laughs> no, hashtag Andrew rigged it. <laughs> well, oh. congratulations, Andrew, coming out of retirement. Well Still winning Dagum Feud. Uh, I had a blast. <laughs> well, hey, y'all, this has been a very fun after show. It was great to hear your fresh hot takes off of Book of Boba. And we are officially going to be doing a full episode for Arcane. So stay tuned for that one. And we will catch you later, Dagum Nerds. Game over.